welcome to the On Comedy podcast. Me, Phil Carr, and comedian Dave Tomlinson, and comedian and magician Damon Conlon. Almost forgot your name then, Damon. Sorry. Cheers. <laughs> How are you all doing? Very well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, very well, thank you. I won't presume there to be an audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no, that's I was just probably the right move. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, great! Thank you for coming down. Really appreciate it. Pleasure. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, it's the it's the on comedy podcast. We talk about all things, all things on the subject of comedy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's great to have you here. And um, I'll just get right into it and start by asking. Uh, both of you start with you, Dave. Um, when did you first try comedy? Stand up comedy. When or yeah, why? Yeah, when. Do you when? Know why? Let's go when, when and the why. <laughs> well, I started out, I thought I might be able to write some comedy. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you ever tried to write a sitcom or anything, but it's not easy, exactly. No. Which then led me, because I've always had a bit of an interest in animation. Yeah. So I thought, I've got this pilot sitcom. I'll try and animate it. Yeah. What was the uh, What was the premise of the sitcom? Uh, group of pissheads trying to solve problems, basically. What What sort of problems? Like crimes or world problems? Uh, or. Um, was it a political thing? No, no, it wasn't political at all. I basically just wrote what I thought was funny. This is yeah. why no one picked it up, by the way. <laughs> okay. But I you thought didn't get it was an elevator pitch, pub, basically. Yeah. And the yeah. main guy worked in the pub, cleaning the toilets, effectively. <laughs> yeah. So it was called the Crown Bogs. Right. The Crown being the the pub and the Bogs being his office. Yeah. So was he it, was he good at cleaning the toilet or? Well, I never really touched that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. How many episodes? Doesn't you matter write? what okay, it's yeah, about. Right. I decided to try and animate it. I knew nothing about actual animation. Yeah, yeah. So I had to t teach myself. Yeah. Which is an even longer process. Which then led me onto a different idea for animation. Yeah. On stinkhorns. I don't know if you're aware of. Stinkhorn, what's stinkhorn? It's a, it's, a, it's a wild mushroom. Right? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. They grow in the woods. That's right. If yeah. you look for them at sort of autumn time. Sound like a sex move. You smell them before you see them, hence yeah. the stink bit. Can you eat them or? You can, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but then when you see them, you realise why they're called horns. Right. Because they look like dicks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I came up with an animation for this. It's right. called Stinkhorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stinkhorn. I'm already sold on it. Stinkhorn Adrian, it was called. <laughs> but then I thought, as I was trying to animate it, no one would know what the hell I'm talking about. What the hell's a Stinkhorn thing? So I was going to have, like, flash flashbacks, but, you know, cutaways. To a lecturer who's an expert in stinkhorns, lecturing. So his backstory was then that he was a failed stand-up comedian. Right. So to try and get a bit of insight into failed stand-up comedy, I tried stand-up comedy. Oh right, yeah. So I did a one-day workshop in Nottingham. Yeah. Was the first thing I did, which had never occurred to me to do a workshop until I read a book on Bill Hicks. Yeah. American Scream. Right. Which is how he started doing. Just went along to these workshops. Did he do a cartoon about stinkhorns as well? Well, not officially. <laughs> that was the inspiration. Very likely. Yeah. So then I did my first gig at the infamous Hollybush in yeah. Cradley Heath. Yeah. Or Cradley, as I yeah. know. Shout out to Dave Francis. Yeah. 
Wolfie, hope you're listening. Big shout out to Stubbo as well. Yeah, Eggsy and Stubbo, the rest of the kitty monsters. Big yeah. shouts. Yeah. So then I seemed quite good at it, or okay anyway. Yeah. So I've, I've been going ever since. We're now about seven and a half years later. I did the Holly Bush a couple of weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> that is like, that's the maddest entry to, to stand up, I think. Yeah. You were doing a workshop to gain knowledge for your animation, for animation. about stinkhorns. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's, that's out good. there. But yeah. then you got you hooked. Yeah. What was it about that first time that you were uh, It's you the enjoyed? buzz, isn't yeah. it, when you like pulling it off. People say you can't explain it, and I, I can't really yeah. explain it. But then after that, when the buzz goes, because you've been doing it so long, you're still chasing it, aren't you? Still chasing it's the like dragon. It's like heroin, isn't it? It is, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But you're still hoping for that initial buzz. Yeah. I think the closest you can get is like trying new material. Yeah. That's the, the, yeah, that's different when strains right. of heroin or... Yeah. <laughs> 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 try some crack yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is addictive, definitely. That's, um, that was a mad story. Oh, comedy. Sorry, comedy. Heroin, <laughs> on subject to comedy, or, what do you want to, do you want to go talk about uh, magic, or do you want to talk about comedy, or the court where the two converged for you, Damon? Um, <clears throat> for the first I don't time, think they do. No. Uh, well, <laughs> if someone's laughing, um, yeah. they're not watching. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of having um, a magic effect uh, play out, you don't really want them distracted. Um, yeah. You want to direct their attention. Uh, uh, misdirect them while you're uh, doing your your shizzle and then um, when you come to do the magic moment you need their attention focused so they can't sure. really be laughing um, uh, when that happens but um, yeah I combine them though doesn't mean you can't combine them it just yeah. means that you know when the if they feel that they've been they've distracted themselves or they've been distracted then they're not going to be as impressed um, right okay essentially but uh, yeah so I started um I've always loved comedy. I always watched stand up and sitcoms and things. Mm-hmm. And I got into magic when I was a kid, and joined um, local magic circle. Had a lot of books and tricks. Um, and then uh, there were competitions at my magic club. Yeah. Um, so it was close up stuff, and it was stage magic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could do, you know, you could do, you could be funny if you wanted to as well as. Uh, do magic, and I always sort of try to incorporate comedy or jokes into um, any sort of performance when I did magic or a little competition act. Um, it was quite useful because um, at a magic club, there's um, because of the competitions, it forces you to come up with a routine of like between eight and twelve minutes. Yeah. Can um, you remember what was in your in your first routine? Um. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. Great question. Um. Don't have a great answer. Right. Okay. Unfortunately, um, oh, I don't know. Probably I started close up first. Yeah. Because that seemed less daunting. Right. Because, yeah. Um, no audience. It's just uh, just a couple of people or whatever. Well, interesting point. Most close up competitions for magic, there's still an audience, so it's uh-huh. it doesn't really mimic the um, real life uh, thing. So yeah. in close up, usually a magician goes around uh, performing table magic or walk around, mm-hmm. and there's not really an audience. Yeah. But close up magic and magic competitions tend to be more parlour. 
Mm. Um, but still, it's, it's less daunting because yeah. there seem to be less people and you, you do it to smaller groups usually. Yeah. Um, so I went for that first because I felt more comfortable. And I'm not too far away from my Just friend. a little bit, just a tiny bit. Yeah, if you sir. get yourself a little bit close to me. Cheers. That's great. Thanks. Will that be edited out? Slick yeah, or? don't worry about it. Brilliant. It's fine. Uh, so um, then I started uh, yeah, doing the close-up stuff, coming up with material, and I throw in some jokes and things. I don't remember what it was, but then I started um, entering the stage competition as well. Yeah. And that's when I, um, I suppose, put even more comedy in there. Yeah. Um, so that's when I started really sticking comedy in there. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. There you go. Still, and. Uh, and was it is that same buzz for you that you uh, that Dave was talking about? No, is that, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I guess so. Yeah, I definitely, definitely. Um, I think uh, it. It's such a weird thing, isn't it, to stand up in front of people? Yeah, over in front of people, and you're you're the you've got the microphone, and you're sort of <laughs> yeah. It's hard to not be. Uh, not come across as you're trying to be trying to be uh, special or you're above them. Yeah. Despite it's very nature, you're there. But well, you're always them. thinking that, aren't you? Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, of course. It is true. Yeah. If it's a fact, then you can't, yeah. you can't help but um, thinking. Um, yeah, I think it does give you a buzz. Um, and same with, I think it's a, a laugh. Getting a laugh is kind of the same as getting a sort of aware. That kind of I not, guess so. Yeah, mm. there's not like a laugh in in magic, is there? It's just there's not a sound. There's not a sound. And uh, Pete Holmes has a funny routine on uh, if magic had a sound. Yeah, uh, that's worth checking mm. out. Um, oh, but yeah, Pete Holmes. But some people react quietly. Yeah. Um, internally, um, some people exclaim and shout. Yeah. Um, Americans like to do that generally. Yeah. Uh, get excited. Um, so sometimes if you do a trick, you won't necessarily know if someone has liked it or not. Because yeah. um, not everyone reacts in the same way. Yeah. Whereas at least with comedy, um, you know, to laugh. Mm. Uh, although having said that, some people are silent laughers, aren't they? So yeah, most of my audience yeah. tends to be silent laughers. They're either silent or groaners. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So does that make it harder if you, you know you're going to get some reaction at the end, or you hope? Um, Is that why you deliberately put in jokes to try and get something along the way? Uh, no, I think um, I think I've always felt that if you if I learn a trick mm -hmm. and it um, you kind of know if it's worked mm. uh, unless the angle issues and it's a very intricate thing. Mm. Uh, so you know if you haven't been caught mm. and you, generally mm. speaking, you know it's worked. And even though they're quiet, maybe they react yeah. internally. You still kind of know that they it's gone you've done your best it's it's worked out okay and they should you know be a be fooled by it as it yeah were. yeah so even if they don't react it's I feel fine and you only find out if they've really liked it if they sort of say stuff yeah and yeah. that but um I think I've always stuck comedy into magic because um mainly because I don't think it's um it just seems so odd to be so serious. Yeah. Uh, when you're pretending to do magic. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you got to break the tension. Yeah, because it's bit, not. Yeah. It, it's um. There's a there's a famous quote by um. Uh, Robert Houdin, uh, French conjurer. Um, it's that the magician is um, 
playing what is it an, a magician is an actor playing the part of a magician yeah uh, so and yeah. magic is kind of inherently ironic you're not really making a coin vanish yeah so there's a certain humor to that uh, it's a very intellectual pursuit um i suppose but uh yeah i've always liked the idea of combining them because i can't help but not make a joke um, yeah punch of the moment uh i think it's like um when Dan brown was got a tv series on yeah. channel four his character is very serious mm. um, and it's hard to keep that up and if you go and see Darren live yeah. he's really funny as well yeah as definitely yeah magic, mm. so. oh what did I see um, oh, I can't remember the it was maybe about five years ago the tour he was doing I want to say like mind tricks or something <laughs> that's what it, I think that was what it was called yeah something like but that. I, yeah it was, uh, it was really good uh, that's great yeah yeah it's good I really like Darren so the, you know, the point I was trying to get, are you comfortable with silence? Is that? Ah, that's... Because that's one of the issues with comedy, isn't it? That's yeah. the question. You have to get comfortable with the ah, silence. Yes, that's yeah. true. That's an interesting question, yeah. Because I find a lot of newcomers especially seem to have a long routine with a laugh at the end, but not much in between. Yeah, yeah. So you've been investing so much in that final laugh that I like to try and throw a few yeah, pepper it in along with the way. a few yeah, a few jokes. Because then it sort of gives you an idea of how well it's going. Yeah, sure. And you know, invested everything in that final laugh. That's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. if you, if a magician is performing straight, um, they won't necessarily get that feedback, will yeah. they? During yeah. the lead up to the finale, the reveal. Yeah. So they won't necessarily know how well they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, are people interested or yeah. are they just being polite or they're bored? Yeah. So to get an inst that instant feedback of laughter, I think is um, very useful. So yeah. um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's useful. It's not necessarily why I do it, but I think um, I just like comedy, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if doing magic and and having sometimes people react internally makes you com more comfortable with silence. Don't know, but that's interesting. There. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So um, you've been doing comedy for was it eight and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half years, and Damon. Um, yeah, the timeline's weird because I started magic and then I was then comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. So it's hard to pin down an exact being funny and magical date. Yeah. But um, I've been working on my sort of creating a show for the last sort of five years. Yeah, wow. And that your show was is Jocular Prestidig. Prest Jocular Prestidigitator. Yes. Prestig uh, yeah, I yeah. couldn't get that. Yeah, okay. And that was an hour long show, was it? Or yeah, it's an hour, yeah. yeah. And you did that at Leicester? Yes, yeah, yeah. Comedy festival. It's happened a few a few weeks ago. Mm. Now, how did that go down? How was that received? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it I was in, um, uh, it's in a pub theatre. Yeah. So it was a lovely space for it. Yeah. And the seats were sort of raised. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. Um, Great venue. Yeah. How many seats? Uh, fifty seats, and uh, it was a little out of town, but um, that was the only negative with it. Um, yeah. But it was, uh, it's a really nice space. Yeah. And, uh, it was nice to. Was it like intimate kind yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. It was intimate. Low yeah. ceiling, sort yes, of. Yes, I think. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I guess it was low ceiling. Yeah. Nice. Although the seats were. So that it was. A, raised. Yeah. The ceiling was slightly. It was a different height for different people. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It escalated. Yes. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's cool. And uh, are you going to be doing that in Edinburgh as well? Not this year. No. I think next year. Next year, yeah. fair enough. 
yeah, cool. Dave, any plans for a show? It's one of the things I keep thinking I should do. Yeah. But I just never get around to Bring back Stinkhorn. Well, it still exists as a cartoon, but I don't know how it would translate into an Edinburgh show. <laughs> <laughs> I, want I suppose I could be that failed comedian where, lecturer. Is that cartoon up anywhere? Or? Clips exist on YouTube. Okay. Feel and you do the voiceovers? Yeah, I do the yeah, voices. That's awesome. I'm going to watch it. I don't yeah, think my niece does any female voices I, I need. That's what I I'm not very good at them. Oh, yeah, I thought it was because I'm you were very Trey progressive. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> just because you couldn't do the voice. <laughs> no. Fair enough. I probably could if I tried, I just didn't try. So. Fair enough. No, that's... Uh, well, well, how long did it take you to make in the end? The, the, so how many clips are there? Oh, I haven't touched on that for a while. Because I keep having ideas for new cartoons. Yeah. So then I'll work on them for a bit. And yeah. Currently got into a bit of stop motion. Yeah. With swearing dinosaurs. Cool. For a few clips on YouTube and Facebook. Nice. And one I'm currently working on is more Wallace and Gromity. Like the oh, dinosaurs yeah. were just like toy dinosaurs. Yeah. Just stuck eyes on them. Kind of like Adam and Joe show type of vibe. I've never really seen that. You've not seen that? you seen that? No. No. Kind of. I, I do like know, Adam Books. Robot Adam chicken Robot chicken style. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, well, using so the, the figures. Yeah, Robot Chicken's probably more up to date reference. Whereas my, the current one I'm working on is called Roger and Mrs. Thatcher. Yeah. Roger's a bloke and he's got a pet pigeon. The pigeon's Mrs. Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> but that's more Wallace and Gromit style. I haven't got very far with that yet. Yeah, pigeons haven't got a stomach, so they just the food just has to just come out pretty much straight away. I didn't know that's that. That's all the shit everywhere, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that's, I think that's um, a fact. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll just take a word for it, mate. So I trust you. It's a nice metaphor for Thatcher, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said because she shits everywhere. Very good. She so shits on your car, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that's... What are you what are you working on currently then, Damon? I'm at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um are we recording by the way as it started? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I, at the moment I'm just working on a few new bits, but um I've got my show how I want it, so I'm just looking to take that to different festivals and stuff. That's cool. Um but yeah, my new bit is uh basically I'm um I play a court leader. Yeah. Um and uh, it's a political party as well. Uh, I just go over the uh, manifesto, and uh, yeah. That sounds fun. That sounds really <laughs> easy, good. That suit you. I can see you doing that. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, and so between making stinkhorn clips, yeah. Um, I'm getting it. That's like sounds like a, a Pornhub uh, <laughs> category. Well, well, I should, should put them on Pornhub, shouldn't I? Wasn't there a movie called Stink Mindhorn? Wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're, and then you're working on new stuff at the moment. Aren't yeah. We're taking. Well, I'm kind of restructuring my stuff. Yeah. Because I started out, it was more of a narrative, but basically one-liners strung together. Yeah. So then I went exclusively one-linery. Yeah. Which I believe is the right word for it. And it was fun, but I seemed to hit a barrier. Couldn't yeah. really get enough one-liners or not enough good ones. Which is where the whole groaning comes in. Yeah, yeah. So I've more recent stuff I've been writing has been gone back to kind of a more of a narrative thing. Story based kind so of yeah. I'm trying to revisit some of my older jokes to make them more of a story rather than a one liner. 
I know what you mean. Yeah, so they have the, like we were talking about, so it could be like a narrative, but then you, you pepper yeah. in those punchlines yeah. just to keep people's attention, keep them laughing. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that, that sounds like a good plan. That's what I'm and doing at the moment. That's very good, and that's, we're about to head off to a gig yes, well, after this. Stafford. We're looking, yeah, looking forward to that. Never never played there before. Um, we've got the boys from the All Night Chemist yeah. hosting. There's me, you, boys, um. them, <laughs> and then, do you, any I other don't names know, you I remember? I don't know who else is on. No. There's a guy called Chris Dolman. Right. Because I was there when Tony asked him. Mm-hmm. But I honestly don't know who else is All on. All right. Well, we'll report back and, uh, on how that goes. If yeah, let me know how it goes, guys. Yeah, we'll do. Um, yeah, sorry, mate. Didn't we didn't realise you were... Didn't realise. No, I'll just probably get a Domino's and watch <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. There we go. Well, that's, that's, that's me, like, you know, six <laughs> nights out of the week anyway. So, oh, fantastic. Right. What's the worst thing about comedy? Apart from the loneliness and the crying into your, <laughs> yeah. into your meat feast. And the silence. Which yeah, the long, long drive yeah, home after dying on your arse. Oh, fuck, maybe, yeah. maybe it's the... Yeah, maybe it's post-gig where you can't really... Where you've got that high. And if you come well, you can't um, mm. sleep. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. a nice problem right. to have. I, I suppose to, so, yeah. yeah. That's um, that's a problem I get all the time. So. Yeah, <laughs> when, when you smash it so hard, you can't sleep for a week. <laughs> but I find yeah. that with a bad kid as well, though. Oh, yeah. It's hard to sleep. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. tend to sleep in like four hour shifts after a gig. <laughs> like, I'll just wake wide awake after four hours and do stuff, and then have another four hours later. What's the worst thing about comedy? Yeah. What does that mean? The worst <laughs> thing, or what, what, do you, what do you like the least? What about what is it about the whole sphere of? Uh, you mean uh, the art what? form or the? Or like the just just let's say like you in it like personally, what's like you maybe like a pet hate or what do you? With other comedians or with, com- with just what like whatever just like what grinds your gears? Yeah, I don't like, my gears. I don't like yeah. podcasts. Yeah, they're pod- no, the, the bunch of cunts. Pretentious aren't they? Podcasts. They are so really, pretentious, yeah. like why do you think you should have your own show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. three guys in a room. You know, they've all got microphones. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a ridiculous idea. I don't think it's gonna. You know, I don't think it's gonna take off. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Um, what do you, what do you what's your pet peeve? I don't know. To be honest. It's all great, isn't it? It is pretty good. I don't great. like long drives anymore. Yeah. Long drives. Long I, drives I used to are, not uh, mind them so much, but I think the more you do them, the more tyres. Well, my accelerator pedal is uh, 14, so. Yeah, actually. Having a shit car. Drives, yeah. <laughs> That's grim. Yeah, I did um, a six hour round trip last week, um, Cardiff. Um, actually, I was meant to be doing that gig that you did on Saturday. The good kids told me. Jesterfest. Yeah, how. Right, we'll talk about Jesterfest in a minute, but I was meant to be doing this gig in Newcastle on the Lime. Um, it sounded great, um, a music and comedy sort of jam thing uh, mm. that was happening, and it was like right on my doorstep. But because I'm a whore for the money, I got entered into this uh, pet fringe thing, and the prize was ten thousand and one pounds. So I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna like cancel all my plans, yeah, uh, and yeah. just like sack off seeing all my friends. And I'm gonna yeah do a six hour round trip to go get rejected, and then just like crying to my ginsters later on. No, you That's, didn't win them. Oh no, I didn't get I didn't get through. The uh, well, the only it's not even a saving grace. I mean, this, I'm just like out. I was so tired and just like so done in after the day. But the guy, there were three people who got through. I think there was like ten or twelve acts. I can't remember the exact number. But three got through, and 
I wasn't paying attention. I just do like my do my best, and then I'll go home. Mm. But this uh, the one of the guys that got through sent me a message saying that I don't know what happened, but I thought you should have got through. I'll count this as a hollow victory, which was nice. He didn't have to say that. Yep, I'm yeah. just I'm just like bragging now because it's like the only thing that I've got to show for like <laughs> just like a <laughs> just a, a, a direct message off this one guy. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was a. A big, uh, big waste of a day, but I did ten minutes of comedy in Wales, and that was, that was nice actually. Was it well received? It was. It was. Yeah, there was like. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm just trying to think now. I think back, but yeah, it seemed to go well. I didn't do my nine eleven joke, and um, so, that so it wasn't a tragedy. <laughs> I kept him on the right side, and then. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there was oh, it was brilliant because there was like a guy in the front row who was there with his missus, and I, I get the impression they might not have been going out too long, but this guy was like dying laughing on the front row, but his missus was properly like, you know, arms folded, um, and just like not having it, and he was like pissing himself laughing, but trying to contain it as well, especially at the dark stuff, and um, so you know, it's the. <laughs> They're going to be having some awkward conversations later on, and uh, it's like my act. It's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know. <laughs> no, that ha- I was sitting there. I went to see Bill Burr in yeah. Birmingham. Did you? Um, were you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you there? The um, the one at the what's it called the resorts? Yes, yeah, resorts hall. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, mate. Oh man, there were loads of people. There. Loads of people. Yeah, there were tons yeah, of people. It's just quantity, isn't it? Yeah. The best gig I might have ever seen. But wasn't he brilliant? He was amazing. Was so I was sat, um, and a few seats along yeah. uh, was one of these couples that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I don't know how long they've been, but so he it was obviously his idea to go and see Bill Burr. Yeah. And she didn't really know who he was. Right. So um, he, Bill Burr came out of the tracks uh, fast. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Evidently, evidently, I'm the one with the problem. Yeah, he's so good, mate. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so she uh, was a little confused and was taking him a little literally when uh, <laughs> he's talking about women. And she was sort of, um, she did a, not a, a, what, a, a boo or a shout or something. I'm like, oh, is she joining in panto style? Or is she just um, ignorant of uh, what a metaphor is and stuff and the duality of meaning? Um, and it turns out she was ignorant of the duality of meaning. Oh um, wow! It's like it's like the sexist cheering him on. Yeah, like she was the like just taking it literally. Exactly. Yeah. So fuck? she uh, started going on a phone. Oh no! Yeah, she's on a phone, and then she stood up, and then just left. Right. I thought, oh, maybe she's gone to the toilet or something, um, and she never came back. Fuck. And then the guy, the guy. Uh, Stopped for a good ten minutes. He didn't leave immediately. Ah, fair play. <laughs> and then he sort of drifted off. Um, oh, I just thought, did a bit of research. I don't know. Jeez, guys. Yeah. Well, my on the <laughs> other end of the scale, my missus bought me those tickets for Christmas. So we were very impressed. We yeah, were no, well I'm happy. Where, where were you sitting? We were uh, on like the left sort of. If if you're on the stage, we were on that like right bank. Right. You know the bit. So the bit on the floor. Yeah. Okay. We were um, just behind that. Yeah. So in the slightly raised bit. Yeah, yeah. Near the front oh, of that wow. part. So um, yeah, we got a good, uh, some good seats. Good. Although the best seats I've ever had were I we got them not long ago. We missed. So the League of Gentlemen were, were in Birmingham. Yeah. 
and we uh, missed them. But like a few days later, it was like a Sunday, they were in Liverpool at the, at the Echo, and we thought, uh, yeah, it's a Sunday, we'll go. Or, yeah. Or the weekend. Um, so last minute, bought the tickets, and we got there, and they showed us to our seats, and we were thinking we'd be quite a what, you know, miles away, really. And uh, we were like five or six shows in the front. Awesome. And that was one of the best shows. League of Gentlemen Live. I've seen, yeah. Yeah. It was I used phenomenal. to really like it when it was on telly. I used to like that a lot. It was sublime. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really surreal. Just the first half was them doing their classic sketches and yeah. tuxedos. And then the second half was like um, a continuation of their special. Yeah. Uh, on BBC. Um, and it was, they were just, it's killer. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. Jesterfest. Jesterfest. That happened. That was, I think, the girl who put that on, that was like her first time dealing with comedians. Yeah, yeah. the one in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how, how did it go? So we, I went up with Eric. Yeah. Got my lift. Is he all right? Eric? I think he's feeling all right, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's okay. Place, I haven't yeah. seen him in a while. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great. And he, uh, I mean, he wore his, he wore his shorts. Um, <laughs> he wore his shorts? Yeah, he wore his sports. Oh, it is March, sports, I guess. Uh, yeah, sports yeah. Um, shorts. Sports top. So he was really taking it seriously. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got there. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very mad, very mad and hectic and, and, and fun. Yeah. Uh, Whereabouts was the stage? Because it was, it was the old brown jug. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Um, it was in sort of in the corner. Um, inside. Inside, yes. Yeah. So uh, from stage-wise, it was, it was all right, actually a good, good place for it. Um, and uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to receive the comedy. Yeah. Because um, there was a lot of music on and stuff. And yeah. Very jolly and interesting. Um, but they, we, yeah, we, they both enjoyed us and we both had a good time. Very good. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. I was imagining that there'd be like a lot of like people sort of just in there as a pub, not necessarily there for the entertainment. Yeah, that's no that's a good that's a good um So was there many show. people sort of paying attention well, to what was going on? There were some people there were some people at the back there was a pool table in the yeah. pub and uh, that was being used. So, you know, I was thinking you know, how many people are gonna be paying attention. Because yeah. it's commonly you have to listen, right? Music's sort of different, it can be passive. Background, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, and then they had some still walkers on later on, mm-hmm. and with like, to loud music, and they were running around. And again, you don't have to necessarily, well, you can't help but pay attention to them. Yeah. Um, but they, Eric sort of emceed, and then, uh, and they, they liked him, and he, and, uh, and I thought they were, people at the back wouldn't pay attention, but they did, and I went on, and, and they were quiet, you know, they were, they were listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think at one point, there was one person, just two people chatting at the back, and I told them um, to shut up, and then they listened. Very good. Well it done. was good, no, it was, um, they, all, they all listened, they were all attentive, and they all enjoyed it. It was, it was fun, yeah, it was all right. Fantastic. Yeah, it was good. Very good. And what time were you on? Not that late. Like right. Half eight. Okay, Something cool. Like yeah, it was, a, it was an alright time. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't... It, it, that kind of event to go on late. That late on a Saturday, yeah, yeah. 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 Fair enough. And so there was you, was Eric Rushton, comedy wise, and that was it. That's the dream team. Wow. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that's really good. 
Okay. Um, so let's talk then. What What's the best question for both of you? Starting with Dave. What's the the best comedy advice you've ever received? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be good, Dave. Has to be good. Has to be no, good. No, no. Well, the, the best. best. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just be good. Um. I think somebody once told me to listen to advice, but then not necessarily take it. Mm. And that stuck with me. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it's kind of obvious, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. But then some people are probably easier led than others. That yeah. Somebody tells them to do something, they'll do it. Do you think, oh, that's a pro? They must know. Yeah. Like the way you cope back to front or something ridiculous. So what's that? That's just basically about like just be open, open to stuff. But as if it doesn't yeah. resonate with yeah. you, then be true to yourself. Yeah. Ultimately. But yeah. It's a Brent thing, isn't it? The what? Very Brent thing. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Yeah. Is that a quote from uh, The Office? Might be. Maybe. It's a kind of standard quote. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Damon, yourself was. Oh, I think. Um, I think one of the best uh, pieces of advice was: you're going to do a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. Email your guests the questions in advance. Oh uh, yeah. If you want really killer answers. Yeah. Oh, I definitely don't. If you do want that. comedy rather than podcast. <laughs> um, that's a difficult one. I don't you're know. the first person to ask that, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's why the illusion of Mock the Week works so well. You know, they they have yes. the things. Every, they've got in, all in got advance. a team of writers, haven't they? Yeah, but, and they see the things in advance as well. So they yeah, know, yeah. Um, best all right. advice. Um, okay. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> 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 it's quite um, an easy illusion to see through, though, isn't it? Mock the Week. Yeah, it's and it's obvious. Yeah, and what's the so. best they've recorded four hours and edited it down to three. Yeah. You'd but be surprised at pe- some people that You'd be surprised. They think that's all natural off the cuff. People do. I think yeah. There are people that do. They think it's yeah. live. Yeah. I think so, yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of people think, again, um, uh, have I got news for you as well? They think, yeah. you know, they're just coming up with those things. Yeah, not yeah. not reading off a, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Best piece of advice? Yes. For comedian? Yeah. That you have received, wasn't that it? I've, oh, that I've received. <laughs> uh-huh. Not that I think of. So, so well, I, yeah. could, I could think of the best piece of advice, and it's not eligible for this segment of the show. Just go for it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let it down. I mean, I'm not saying I have, but uh, best advice. What was your one? Uh, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it real. real. Yeah. Ignore people. Ign- ignore, <laughs> ignore people. All <laughs> um, I think it's just do what you love. Yeah. Do what you love, and then you know, at minimum, you're having a good time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I really like. You probably that, get arrested, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But worked for Jim Morrison. Yeah, the yeah. Downsides, the downsides. Oh, that's so, yeah. that's really good, mate. Yeah, I like that. Don't be a dick as well, just generally. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair if you can be self-critical, if you can be aware of yourself, the more you're, you are aware yeah. of yourself, the more capable you are of growing and, yeah. and, and, and getting better at what you do. Because if you, yes. if you have that Dunning-Kruger thing going on, if you're not self-aware, it's hard. But sometimes you need people to tell you. Mm. Um, so seek out advice, probably. 
or seek out um, guidance or, or therapy. Therapy, therapy yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's important though because um, some people will find it harder than others to sort of figure out where they're going wrong and stuff. So um, yeah. if you can uh, educate, educate yourself. Fair enough. Education, mate. education, education. I like that, mate. Yeah. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, How about those atheists, though? Bastards. Well, like, uh, how self-aware are they? Are they? Well, are, are they? they? Are they? Are my my only issue with uh, with the atheists? Like right. No, I think about. you made a you made an error straight away <laughs> because an atheist to be an atheist it's one position on one subject. Yeah. Do you believe? Does God exist? Yeah. An atheist um, disbelieves in God, and that's it. Yeah. There is no atheist Believes position. God doesn't exist. Yeah, um, concludes that there is insufficient evidence to warrant belief in a deity. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, so there's no atheist position on, uh, you know, morality <laughs> or comedy <laughs> yeah. or or anything. That comes from outside things. Those. Are, so an atheist is, you can be an atheist and you can yeah. be a dick. You can be an atheist and can you can be a really kind person. So it's those other philosophies. Yeah, but that. Th- Rather than that, okay. it was just to me to the you, way I the way you, I sort me. of um, the way I, I see them operating okay. is very much like the the way they are just in in communicating and just who are they, just the, they? the the atheists <laughs> who are the who are the atheists? you know when when you, you encounter when you encounter one and they're you know they're always talking at you <laughs> it just it, they remind the they just room. remind me like the way they're just <laughs> going churches. on and on about it it's almost like like they're trying to radicalize you you know what i mean no do you know, like kind of thou, okay, thou well, protest too much well the thing kind is, of a vibe is what i'm getting i think but beliefs don't operate in a vacuum mm. and you see that more in states and countries where um, belief and and uh, is is and religion is sort of in, in charge. Mm. So if it's if it's more of a theocracy, the more of a theocracy it is, the more it in, um, imposes on people's lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think if the religious weren't proselytizing and and trying to enact laws and things, mm. then I don't think atheists um, who happen to be they could be a humanist, they could be whoever, non-religious or whatever. Mm. There are good reasons and bad reasons to be an atheist. Mm. Um, it doesn't guarantee that you, you know, you're know you logical and stuff. Um, but if it gives you a fighting chance, and I think that's why they tend to speak up, because they get, um, they're either persecuted or thought badly of, and religion always looks to um, bang on the door of government. Mm. Um, so I think it's kind of, it can, I suppose it depends who you're listening to, who yeah. you watch, but generally speaking, um, if it's a atheist who's quite logical, who's a humanist, mm. um, from science and reason, uh, then it's it's quite important. Um, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of ills that are going on around the world. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. I guess uh, yeah. I never I never thought about it from that point of view. To be honest, I always just just like think about a proactive atheist my my uh do you know what i mean it's like if you don't believe then just chill out yeah. you know yes. what i mean that's kind of like how i would like just me just chill it, out i suppose it depends where you live yeah they uh, don't operate in a vacuum like you say uh, for an eye no 
now or wherever you get the um where where are the um oh where are the, the they do this on um on Book of Mormon, don't they? It's like where all the the hacking the clitoris off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where where's where's that happening? Uh, so um, Africa a lot. Um, uh, and well, someone was convicted in this country recently, wasn't it? It's had yeah. Took a while. Female genital um, mutilation. Yeah, that was the words I was looking for. Yeah, genital yeah, mutilation. FGM, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like well, use it that much. Yeah. You've got an acronym yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. It's a bit like GM <laughs> food. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chapter. FGM. But um, yeah, like ch- children here suffer from that. And, yeah. Uh, luckily, there's been a, thankfully there's been a, a conviction finally for it, and that hopefully the title change and stuff. But um, wow. Yeah. So is there a specific religion that normally does that? Um, it, it's it's cultural and sort of religious as well. It's got co-opted. So I mean, obviously like um, circumcision, mm-hmm. religious and stuff. Um, and then uh, FGM is treated in a similar sort of way. Um, and once it's, because you know everything's sort of everything's made up, isn't it? So if you co-op something, it's then it's suddenly part of your culture. Is just the bits yeah. of stuff that you mm. sort of um, do, I guess. And it, that can come from religion or or outside religion. Um, but yeah, it 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 tends to be um, a problem uh, in a lot of religious religious countries as well. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, wow, excellent. And that's, uh, I think that's a great way to uh, <laughs> cut, cut the genitals. Uh, yeah, cut yeah. The we'll podcast. cut it off. Yeah. yeah, we'll circumcise right there. We'll take a break. We'll get back. Um, so, fantastic. The uh, What are your plans for the future in uh, in comedy and magic? You talking about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dean. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, what are my plans? Yeah, what what you got coming? What what would you like to I, work on? Yeah, I um want to work on a show specifically about um skepticism, uh, why we believe things. Um, I think that's that's I think topic that I'm interested in, like the whole James Randi. Uh, do you know James Randi? No, I don't know who that is. Um, he's a magician who um. So that he so they had the thing called the James Randi Educational Foundation, mm-hmm. and they had this million dollar prize mm-hmm. where anyone could dem- if they successfully demonstrated supernatural powers mm-hmm. could win the million dollars. And he travelled all over, and no one ever you know won it. Um, famously, he um, used to follow when Yuri Geller was famous. He'd follow him from city to city, from TV show to TV show, yeah. demonstrating how Yuri was doing the things he was doing because Yuri was purporting to be a real magician rather than a pretend one. Um, and he debunked things. And, Have they got uh, a separate magic circle? Who? The the real magicians. The real magicians. Not like you posers. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah, I think, yeah, Derek Akora and all those kinds of people. <laughs> um, but yeah. Just get together, have Nando's. <laughs> yeah, 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 that'll yeah, be yeah. Cash, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I'm really interested in uh, scepticism and... Uh, and how it magic's links with with that because um, like Houdini, Penn and Teller, mm. James Randi, all those magicians are very closely associated with debunking spiritualism mm. and pseudoscience and things like that. Mm. And I'm really interested in that. So if I can um, do a show about that, I think that'd be um, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Wow. 
Where where do you even start with like debunking spiritualism? Where the <laughs> Fox Sisters? What's that? The Fox Sisters were were two sisters, surprisingly, right. who um, really kicked off the spiritualism thing. So they yeah. were two children who um, learned to do a trick mm. to make a noise happen in their house, and uh, they were believed and rich people came saw them and and a, a whole religious a whole sort of religion almost um mm -hmm. i guess it is a religion um is it religion it's quite a spiritualist movement should we say yeah. a whole movement sprung up yeah. uh from two kids just doing a prank and here we are and, and wow. it was exac exacerbated during the post-war because of course loads of people died mm. so loads of people all of a sudden they want to talk to their dead relatives don't they mm. it's boom time for it so and that's why it became really popular and uh, so if you google fox sisters and uh, stuff like that it's really interesting how it came about yeah that's mad I'm sorry it's not funny have you, no no <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm interested have you ever tried like doing any spiritual stuff have you, ever uh, had, well, have you ever had Reiki or have you tried meditation or anything like that um, well okay so meditation I would distinguish that from uh Reiki and Reiki and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you can meditate. Yeah. Um, if you extract all the sp spiritualism from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can be a useful thing to do. Like Sam Harris is a really good app on meditation. Right. And uh, if, if you're interested in meditation, uh, you know, he's, Sam Harris has an app and check that out, that's good. Mm. And that's just the science part of meditation. Mm. Um, so all the woo is removed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of um, but let's say let's say you did try, yeah. Let's say and then you had not a spiritual experience, but an experience, yeah. That you were opened up to, just like some, just infinite force or whatever that you hadn't encountered before. That you would, not necessarily, you know, be, be in touch with just through your regular three three dimensional living. What would what would happen then? <laughs> what would happen then? Yeah. Um, probably nothing. Well, isn't probably this nothing. the well, key to spiritualism? That a lot of people believe they've had spiritual experiences. You can yeah. be spiritual. Whether they have or not no, you can be is another question. Religions co-opted the word spiritual. You can be yeah. spiritual and not be religious or not have a... You can be spiritual in, 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 a, in a secular way, kind of. Um, but, okay, so that's just your brain going on a trip. Yeah, and the brain can go wrong in so many ways. Yeah, uh, that that's why you have to be rational and sceptical about things because yeah. obviously the pathway to truth is not through uh, feelings or faith. Yeah, um, the pathway is uh, you know, scientific method, mm -hmm. mathematics, and that's how we sort of prove that we, when we cross the road, we look both ways. Mm -hmm. We don't just go. I feel like it's safe. Mm. Um, uh, in terms of can I could in terms of uh, have I ever tried to do stuff. Well, there's a branch of magic called mentalism that deals with um, doing magic, but with a mental vibe, some mind reading vibe. Mm. Uh, so you can you could trick someone. I could I have done. You know, I could trick someone into thinking I'm a mind reader. I could read their mind. You could do. Um, I could pretend to know things about them, uh, their future. Mm. Um, what psychics do is called cold reading. Yeah, yeah. We described as that. Um, and they, you just sort of. Um, That's like wait, where you'd be like, oh, you've uh, now, I'm getting the impression you've never, 
you never felt like you really fit in somewhere. And like, oh, that's me. It's everyone. Yeah, it's everyone. Yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. Life where you've they nev- don't feel you've never felt in. like you were good enough, have you? Oh my god. That's it's yeah. literally everyone. All these clever yeah. linguistic yeah. tricks, um, you know, uh, that either describe everyone in some way or they would would say something that would say that both op- opposites. Mm. So they would say, you know, similar to what you just said. You know, you, um, there are times when you don't feel like you fit in, but in in front of the right people, you can really open up, mm. and that's really covering your your bases, really, isn't it? That's saying everything. Yeah. Um, and there's hot reading where you find out information beforehand, and then really yeah, and that's all. That all sort of comes together, and then someone can be mistaken into thinking that you have these sort of psychic powers. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Excellently mm. explained that. I appreciate that. That's brilliant. Um, right, well, we're coming to the pretty much towards the end of the podcast. Right, Sorry, about, isn't it? Uh, mate, I've had a brilliant time talking yeah. talking to you guys. Uh, we have to uh, get off and do our drive gig. Drive to Stafford. Drive to Stafford, yeah. Dragging out a baggy ten. Um, <laughs> the comedy. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see how that goes, but um, if people want to find out more about Dave Tomlinson, where can they do that? Can't really. I don't promote myself particularly well. No. <coughs> I've got a Facebook thing. That's it. Just Dave Dave Tomlinson Dave on Facebook. Dave Tomlinson, yeah. And uh, Damon, how can people find out about you and what you're up to? Uh, they can go to my Facebook page, yeah. uh, Damon Conlon. They can go to my Twitter, Damon Conlon. They can go to my Instagram, the Damon Conlon. Um, <laughs> that's only because um, I accidentally registered Damon Conlon. And then could not log in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram do not talk to you. No. They will not help you. You cannot ah. contact them. Okay. Uh, so I do to, Facebook own Instagram? Now? They do. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. yeah. I'll maybe I'll email Mark. Yeah. yeah. About it. I saw him um, on South Park last night. Yeah. Who was it? Doing his streak. <coughs> nice. Um, South Park's great, isn't it? Oh, it's so it's good. Actually, on social satire now, it's turned into something brilliant. Yeah, it's, really it's the best. Which episode was that that yeah. you watched? It was the in the latest season, right? Yeah, twenty one. The season was when yeah. Coon and Friends. Yeah, are trying to set up the franchise. Yeah, it's that one because Professor Chaos is trying to disrupt them by mis- disinformation shunning them right. on Facebook, so they get Zuckerberg involved to try and explain. Very good. Have you seen have you seen uh, Jeff Bezos? I did watch that you one. You watched that one, that was one yeah. of my favourite bits, yeah. The line from Santa was brilliant. You... I don't remember that bit. Well, Santa came and, they, you know, they exiled Mr. Hankey previously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Santa, so Santa came. Oh, which, it was basically the Roseanne thing that they yeah, were doing yeah. there, wasn't it? There was just to send up a Roseanne yeah. one to... Um... Well, it was Apu as well, wasn't it? In fact, wasn't it called Those Trouble with Apu? A poo rolling a ah. poo. Ah, yeah. From The Simpsons. But basically, I don't know if you're going to edit it or. No, no, leave uh, this in. Santa came and they basically told him that they'd exiled Mr. Hankey. So he says, oh, fuck you. And good luck sucking Jeff Bezos' dick. <laughs> <laughs> you bunch of cunts. He's like, <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. All right. Or I can go to diamondcollin.co.uk. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you for for dropping in, guys. It's been great speaking to you. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, 
Yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you for having thank, us on. Thanks for coming. You made a massive difference. To what? To, to the universe. Oh, is that? Oh, shit, we ruined it. Oh, sorry. So, you want to do that again? Or? No, I think we'll. Uh, <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> thank you. There we go. Done. Cheers. It's a wrap, guys. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Joe Rogan. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm.